Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Prairie Dumpster, the podcast hosted by me, Tyler Penner, and uh, yeah, that's about it. I uh, shared the podcast the other day and the Patreon on Instagram and uh, two brutal reviews. It is being critically panned, socially panned, Pizza Hut panned, and uh, yeah, the verdict is in. People hate this podcast. They hate me. I've received numerous death threats. Most of them credible. And, um, honestly, you know, I get it. I understand. I understand. Normally I would tell you to put your knife away, but on this one, I get it. But, um, the main point is that I've shared it now. The podcast is out there. It's in the world. There's no hiding it anymore. So I got I to gotta clean things up. I've got to speak clearly, enunciate clearly, communicate my ideas clearly, and most importantly, cut down on the um, racial slurs, um, especially those directed at the Koreans. I've gone very hard on Koreans thus far. I'm not going to stop, but those episodes will be limited to the Patreon. You're going to have to subscribe to get those. I'm just joking. I love Korean. I think I love Koreans. I don't... Uh, I don't know any Koreans, north or south. I I think I I, I used to know a Korean. Um, his name I think he was Korean. He might have been Japanese. Is that racist? I don't know. I'm not positive he was Korean. I'm like ninety percent sure that this was a Korean, but it was in. Uh, his name was Stephen. So who knows what he was, but uh, he was he was really cool. He was a good guy. I met him doing road construction in Alberta many years ago. I actually I did road construction. All right, haven't always been a um, haven't always been some gay artist. I've uh, I've I've put my blue collars, you know. I paid my blue-collar dues. I'm just joking. I didn't actually do any of the constructing. I was a flagger. I was one of those guys in those neon green jumpsuits sitting on some rural Alberta road 12 hours a day holding a stop sign. And I did that a lot. We worked a lot. I think we we worked one time we worked 51 days straight and as soon as you um the money was fantastic because as soon as you got to 40 hours during the week um you uh were into overtime territory you were making like double the money 
and uh, we got to overtime usually around day two and a half. So I was making a bank. And one of the jobs we had to do, we drive around in a pilot truck, and one of the guys on this crew was an Albertan guy named Stephen, who may or may not have been Korean. I don't know. But I think he was Korean, and he was super cool. That job was a that job was a shit show. That job was nuts. Like there was a there was a bunch of old grizzled construction dudes, and I'm not talking about like you know a young you know in shape construction dudes. We're talking old grizzled. Like some of them had seen a war. You know what I mean? Some of them had been to war, even though Canada hadn't been to war, but they just, they found it somehow, and they fought in it, probably for the wrong side. And uh, every gas station we went to, they all these guys would just run to the porno section, because all those greasy Alberta construction gas stations around there, they just, they're just stacked with club and hustler magazines. So these guys were just like running to it and I was like that's disgusting and then I would get about four microwavable chicken sandwiches I'm like these guys gotta get their shit together but everyone was smoking weed on that crew Um, we did a lot of mushrooms bought some mushrooms out there in Alberta people were getting drunk we were getting drunk we were driving pilot trucks I've driven a pilot truck where you take a bunch of citizens through a line of traffic, um, through a construction zone, and I've been fucking shit-faced. I have... Here's a little thing nobody knows, but you will know now. I have been in that pilot truck driving a line of traffic through a construction yard and, and masturbated at the same time. That's not a lie. I did that. Okay, we're talking real grease ball construction here. It was the best of times. It was the blurst of times. But anyways, so that's the podcast. Um, Not that's the part, but this is the podcast. We're going to... I don't know. I might do... I don't know what I'm going to take this direction in. I have a feeling that this podcast is going to become extremely political. Like, we're going to get real political with it. And you're probably wondering, well, what are you going to do? Are you going to go left, right, far left, far right? No. We're going to go... We're going to invent something new. We're going to go far center. It's going to be far center. It's going to be extremely center. And if you think, well, what's what's what would that look like? I don't know, but it's going to be problematic. I'm going to call for the um, uh, extermination of both sides. That's extreme centered. I want everybody to be put in camps. You know, I, I, I want them all dead. Um, (laughs) 
I don't really know. I have rumors. Restaurant Comedy Club. I'll be hosting there tonight. The super funny, one of the best dudes in the game, one of the best hosts in the game. Local Winnipeg legend Mike Green is headlining uh, today and tomorrow. Um, No, sorry. Yesterday and today. Wednesday. Tuesday, Wednesday. And I heard he crushed it last night. And then I'm hosting this weekend. Chris Red is in town. Who was on SNL. I'm sure he's super funny. But I got to say the preview video that he airs at or that they aired at Rumors. Uh, not good. <laughs> it wasn't good. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I know he's funny. He's super successful. He's incredible. But uh, but that video is a real stinkeroonie, in my opinion. Whoever edited that video out didn't do a good job. I mean, he's a Chris Red is a funny dude. I know he's a funny dude. They, this video made him look like fucking Nick Cannon. Skip the dishes. Wake up to a free McDonald's McGriddle. Let's read this email. Whoa. Sorry. Stop the podcast. I'm on skip the dishes mailing list, so they just keep emailing me um, random ads. You know, like, hey, pick up this. Guess what? Uh, Free delivery from Opa's. And I got to tell you, it works. I'm like, oh, that would be good. Hi, Tyler. Breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Order minimum 15 bucks, done, before 11 a.m., easy, and you'll get a free sausage and egg cheese McGriddles. While supplies last, shut the fuck up. You've got a trillion of these fucking McGriddle patties. Um, yeah, I'm going to get that. I'm going to get that tomorrow for breakfast if I wake up before 11, which is very doubtful. Um... But yeah, well, breakfast breakfast is the most important meal of the day. The absolute worst fucking way that you can start your day off is with a sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles. That'll sink your entire day. I mean, that sandwich, it's like a tiny little sandwich. But that's like swallowing a condensed sponge. The sandwich is like fucking 4,000 calories. And I think they actually did a study one time where these guys ate a McGriddles and they were measuring their heartbeat and their heart slowed down while the body began to digest it. And then after it digested, the heartbeat was racing. Like that's how that's how heavy the sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles is that your entire body is like, all right, we got to... We gotta pull resources from other places. I mean, this this stomach can't handle it. Hey, heart, we need a bit of uh, we need a bit of your energy. Doing this bit right now about how yeah, it's fast food McDonald's. You know, fast fast food breakfast in general is just it's great. I am I love the breakfast, the fast food breakfast, but. You know, nothing like starting your day off with, you know, a medium coffee and fucking 1,800 calories. But sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles is one of those 
one of those sandwiches where, you know, as soon as you eat it, you're like, all right, I'm going to I'm gonna go back to bed for a little bit. I'm going gonna, gonna to work on that sausage. Your body's like, yeah, we can't digest this awake. <laughs> we need you to be unconscious while we work on this. Kind of like that Wendy's breakfast. This guy named Bruce at uh, that I used to work with at the city of Winnipeg was telling me he's like, dude, you gotta get the fucking Wendy's breakfast, dude. They put this cheese sauce on it. It it's incredible. It'll it'll it's ne- it'll change your view. Like you'll never go back to Tim's after you have this thing. And I was like, holy shit, yeah, all right, Bruce, I gotta I'll try that out, and I did. That weekend, I went to Wendy's. I got up early. I set my alarm because I'm like, I want to try this Wendy's breakfast. And uh, it's good, but it's too good. It's like too rich. It's too heavy. It's one of the, you know, I know that every burger is making me fat, but like, I don't like to. Some burgers, they let you feel that you're getting fat. Some burgers you're eating and you're like, this is not good. Other burgers, it's like, well, there's some protein. It's got a tomato. I got, I leave, I leave the pickles on now. Doing okay. It's okay. It's pretty good. There's some nutrients. It's not that bad. Um, but the Wendy's thing is like, nah, this is, this is, uh, this is wrong. Like, this is an evil. Like this is a sin. You're 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 sinning against God right now. You're, if your body is a temple, like Jesus is in heaven right now, and he's like, don't eat that. Don't order that. That offends me. And I'm balls deep in two of them. I'm like, sorry, my lord. It's a whole thing. A whole big thing. I had a friend over to my apartment one time and she was browsing through my TV channels. Because I've got the basic I've got the basic cable package. I don't have anything um Anything special. I've got the Weather Channel. I've got TSN and like four others. Two of them are in Punjabi. One of them is religious. And I think the other one is news. Terrible cable package I have. Completely worth the fucking $90 I pay a month for it. Or whatever it is. I don't know what it is. I don't think it's that much. But I'm still getting... Bell MTS is still bending me over big time. Um... But anyway, she was flipping through the channels and she un- she like you know went to like the deep cuts. Like right tucked right down in the middle of shit that I um am not subscribed to. Not only is this channel not available, it will never be available. That's how harsh Bell MTS is with me. They're like, not only are you not subscribed to this channel, even if you wanted to subscribe and you had the money, we wouldn't let you. 
We don't like you. But she's just flipping through channels. And then uh, she stumbles upon the, the fireplace channel. It's the fire log channel. I have that channel. And right now it's on my TV. It's really pulled this entire apartment together. It upped the property value on this dungeon of an apartment that I have. And I can't thank her enough for it. It's really good. It's really good. You know? I'm looking at a beautiful fire right now. And, uh... And I feel rich. Now I know what it feels to be wealthy. I got some real Elon Musk vibes going in here. Some real Bezos energy in this apartment. Oh, look, a cockroach. I'm just joking. No roaches. I have no roaches in this apartment. I've got... Um... I see a bug here and there, but those are just normal, you know, your regular apartment bugs. Um, I'm just joking. There's no infestation um, because I've also got a spider in here somewhere. And the whole ecosystem of the apartment is really just working itself out. People are scared of spiders. I'm, I'm terrified of spiders. But every apartment needs a spider. In fact, one time I was about to take a shower... I turn the water on, and then uh, um, behind the shower curtain is this spider, and it's, like, struggling to get out of the tub. I guess it fell in there somehow. And it was panicking. It was in full panic mode, so I hit the water off right away, and it was a pretty big spider. And I got some toilet paper roll, and I was like, okay, get on this. I'll get you out of here. Get on this. And he looked at me. He's like, fuck you. You want to kill me. I don't trust you for shit. And I was like, get on the toilet paper roll. I'm not here to hurt you. You've got a job to do. I kill that spider. It's open season for every other bug in the world to move into this bitch. And I was like, I need you. And he looked at me and he was like, I don't care. I don't want to be here. Don't you want I'm not trying to get out of this tub. I'm trying to die right now. I've been in your apartment long enough. Please kill me. And I was like, you know what? No. So I got him out, sat him on the uh, toilet paper roll. And as I was carrying him on this little toilet paper roll, he was pretty docile. He was pretty cool. He, uh, you know, I think he understood right now. It's like, this man will not let me die. I'll have to do it myself. And then I followed the spider and he climbed onto the wall and was walking up the wall. And then he um, got into the breaker box through a little hole in there. So I opened up the breaker box and he had two of his legs plugged into two different breaker slots. And he was just frying. He had roasted himself and he was dead. And, And, you know... I wanted to tell him it gets better. You know, talk to somebody. All right, I have Bell. Let's talk. You know, but that spider, you know, that spider was sick. He had his mind made up. And you know what? Honestly, it's his choice. 
It's his life. If he wants out that bad, shouldn't we just let them? You know, Spider wants to take his own life. Isn't that the last refuge of true independence, true agency, true control over our own lives? Is to take two of your eight legs and jam them in a breaker box and kill yourself? Yes, it is. That's called freedom. It's called liberty. I just wrote a paper today for school. After, after I had sent my other professor uh, a letter. Because she had wrote an email to the class saying that, like, Hey, guys, just checking in. I uh, just wanted to let you know some of you are doing exceptionally well. You've got full marks so far. Good for you. Uh, a few of you, um, you guys are missing a few assignments, or I've asked you to resubmit because uh, you didn't pass the assignment, as was indicated. Uh, there's also a few of you um, that seem to be in this class on roster alone. You have not been attending. Um, so I emailed all of you. And then I checked my email. I didn't get an email from her. So I don't even know if I'm on the roster anymore. I've been handing in assignments. But I have not been attending class. So I wrote her an email. I'm like, am I failing? Please don't fail me. Hello? Hello? Are you there? And me attending class, that's not just a, uh, that's not just a laziness thing. I just, uh, I'm over it, first of all. Second of all, I'm 36. There's a bunch of 18-year-olds in there. It's embarrassing to me. And it's academic writing. I'm, I'm literally, in my, I've written 20, 25-page philosophy papers, I, which were granted every one of those papers uh, was... Um, marks were heavily deducted for grammar and syntax errors. Fine. Granted. But I don't need to learn how to write to pass me school. Me school good. And me school done. So paper you give. Me want. Graduate. You fail? No. Me too good. Let's see what's in the news today. Canada to hold. All right. Opening up Google News. See what they decide I should look at. See what Google thinks I should care about. Credit Suisse slump renews fears of global banking crisis. Well, there we go. It's a crash, folks. Some bank in Silicon Valley crashed. Um, and now some bank in Switzerland crashed. I mean, are you not seeing the writing on the wall here? 
Silicon Valley Bank crashes. That means all those big tech dickheads who know everything years before we do, they all took their money out. And they passed words to those um, other high-class bankers and closet Nazis that are hiding all their money in Swiss bank accounts. And now they got their money out. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a crash. We got ourselves a bank and crash going on. And not a moment too soon. We need a reset. I hope it goes to zero this time. Everyone's jobless. And we're sitting at home. There's no work. And I'm sitting at home. I'm like, yeah. I can't even get a job. And the governments, I know, I'm sorry, we're, we're, we are working on it. I'm like, well, how about a couple of bailouts? Hmm? A little bit of help to get me over the hump? How about it, Justin? It's election season. Buy my vote. Okay? <laughs> That's all I want. I, I'll vote for anybody. But you gotta buy it. You know? That's those Serb checks? Yeah, you bought a vote. You got my vote. Now, if the conservatives come out and they issue me a check, like Heather, government of Manitoba just gave us 225 bucks. I'll vote for you. Sure. I don't care. Um, I don't know what to talk about. I have been having pretty decent back pain. I've (laughs) pulled a muscle in my upper back because I was uh, listening to that band Kubla Khan, um, which I shouted out, I think, last episode. Very angry hardcore band, which got me very angry. And sometimes when I would listen to this band, I would pretend like I was the singer of the band, and I would put one foot on my coffee table like I was in front of a, not a stadium full of people, but a small club filled with um, peers and loved ones all chucking hardcore kicks. And I would go, but just quietly like that to myself, which I also think people in my upstairs apartment, my upstairs neighbors can also hear that, so... All they hear is a combination sounds of me laughing like an asshole and then me going, and then me going to the bathroom and taking a shit. And then this podcast. So it's hard to know what they think. But I don't care what they think. That's wrong. I do. I do. I want their approval, even though I've never even seen their face. I desperately want their approval. I don't even need to see their face. Just just knock three times on your floor if you like me. But anyway, so I was doing this hardcore singing, and uh, yes, yeah, something something ripped. Something tore. 
and it, it's just not going away. That was like a week ago. But you know what? It was worth it. For that couple of for those couple of seconds, I was a real hardcore singer. That was a great fantasy. I was all ripped. I was jacked in the fantasy, right? And I was in there, and uh, and I was feeling the tunes. You know, I was in a pissed off mood. You know, something had happened that day before the show that had gotten to me. Someone had disrespected me. You know, so I went to the show and I get on stage and everyone's looking around like, yeah, this band's going to suck, man. This band blows. I've seen this. Isn't that a comedy? This guy sucks. But then I get up there and I'm so filled with the rage from that disrespectful incident that had happened earlier in the day before this show that, um, man, People could tell, whoa, this guy's actually angry. And then one guy's like, you know what? Yeah, I'm sick of taking shit too. So he starts a little pit. He starts a little pit going on, right? Bam. And then before I know it, it gets violent. And I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. And everyone's like, holy fuck, I'm jacked up right now. And this is the opening band? This show's going to be crazy. But it's not. The other bands are going to suck. It's only my band that really brought it on this night. And I'm like, And the thing is, my family's in the crowd. And they're like a little scared of me, but kind of like proud because of, of how I'm commanding this crowd and actually inciting violence. And most people there, they went there to just have a good time. But... My angry energy is so palpable that multiple fights break up. And I'm doing nothing to break these fights up. <laughs> no, you want to fight? Tonight's the fucking night. Get after it. And there's a couple of uh, a couple of cuties in the crowd and they're like, "Oh man, this is uh this is a little much." But then one girl's like, yeah, that guy's a little, he's a little too crazy. He's a little too angry. I'm a, he's, that's, that's weird. But deep down, she's a little exhilarated, you know? Deep down, she's like, ooh, he's dangerous. He's a bit of a bad boy. And then I take the headphones out of my ears, and I'm not a hardcore singer. I'm just a man who went to Safeway and bought a large container of cream for my coffee, only to open the fridge and realize I already had cream. So now I have too much cream. So now what? I got to drink it? So I start drinking this cream. That's who I am. I'm not a hardcore singer. I'm a man in an apartment looking at a dead spider. Drinking cream straight out of the cart. And you know what? That's good enough. That's reality. And reality is good enough for me.
tonight's going to be fun, but it's also going to be a test going to Rumors Comedy Club because I love Rumors Comedy Club. Love it. And I love drinking there. I do love to get my drink on. I do love it there. And, um, but tonight's going to be a test because I can't drink. I mean, I can drink a little bit and I will and I'm going to. And yes, it probably, I'm probably going to get drunk. Yeah. I mean, I will get drunk. I'm getting shit faced tonight. No, I have to limit it to two beers tonight. All right. We have to delay instant gratification because I got a long weekend ahead of me. Tomorrow's underdogs. Which I also love. I love that place too. Underdog is a great gig. Friday I got something. Saturday. Um, we're hosting rumors. So I have to pace myself. But actually not. That's actually not that full of a schedule. Eh, maybe I will have a couple of drinks tonight. We'll see. I ain't got shit to do tomorrow. God knows I ain't going to school. crazy I, I dedicated five years of my life to getting a degree and now that i am literally one course away from completing it i couldn't give a fuck i could flunk out i could fail you i don't give a shit very strange how that works only a couple of years ago i really cared about getting good grades and let me tell you all right i mean i'm a moron in certain respects but when i want to I can really turn on the old schoolboy charm and get myself a decent GPA, which I did. A's across the board, at least in my philosophy courses. Every philosophy course I've taken. With the exception of intro, which is always tough, um, I've gotten an A in. At least on my transcript. There is only one course that I didn't do too well on, philosophy-wise, and that was uh, women in philosophy. Um, for some reason, I didn't like what these fucking broads had to say. And uh, the teacher was a broad, and several of my classmates were broads, and, um, and I received a D in that class. I'm just kidding, of course. I uh, I love the professor. She was great, but she didn't want to teach that course because the class was over Zoom. So I think she was trying to push people out. So I just kept getting shittier and shittier grades. And she was like, "Yeah, it's, it's the." She even said one time, "She's like, yeah, I mean, uh, you're you're barely passing this course right now. So if you want to drop it, because there's only three people in that class." So she was really hinting, "Let's just end this shit. Get out of here. I don't want to be here." And also, I didn't want to be there either. I was doing terrible work. It was awful. It was actually a pretty interesting class. I uh, learned about Christine Pizan, I think her name was. And uh, who else? Mary Wollstonecraft, I believe. And uh, yeah, Wollstonecraft had cool things to say. Back then. Because back then women weren't even allowed to learn shit. 
So because all the guys at the time were like, no, hey, the, dude, you start reading books. When are you going to have time to, you know, make stew? And Mary's whole, Wollstonecraft's whole take was like, oh, don't worry. You'll have plenty of fucking stew. Can I, I'm going to take half an hour and read. <laughs> Which seems very reasonable. That seems a very reasonable request. But all the guys at the time were like, fuck that. Half an hour reading is half an hour that you could be stewing. So it was actually it was actually a pretty pretty cool class. But I did terrible work. I got a D in it, and as such, now I I look very sexist on my transcript from university. Every class that I've taken has an A beside it, except for the one class that has the word woman in the title. That's got a D. Which just goes to prove, man, I do not get women. I don't get them. I don't get them. Not that they're unreasonable. I'm just a moron. I, I don't understand them at all. I don't get them. I'm not good at talking to them. And um, they scare me. They really terrify me, unless I'm hammered, at which point uh, nothing romantic or sexual can take place anyways. So once that's off the table, then I'm free, free to mingle. But, uh, yeah, I just don't, I don't get them. Once in a while, I'll see a lady either, you know, making eyes at me or, or or what I perceive to be eyes, or what I perceive to be an invitation to come strike up a conversation. And I'm thinking to myself, I should just go over there and talk to her. And, um, you know, introduce myself and, and, and have a good conversation with her. And as I'm looking at her and into her eyes, um, it dawns on me that I would rather run headfirst into machine gun fire on Juno Beach on June 6th, 1944 in Normandy. Then I would rather go up to a, then I would, then rather, then rather go, rather than go up to a pretty lady who possibly likes me, maybe doesn't. Like if I was at the Battle of the Somme, right, and I was in the trenches there, and you hear that whistle, and that means, all right, we're going over the trenches. If I walk over that, if if I step over that trench, and there's a bunch of Germans or a bunch of Canadians. I don't know what side I'm going to fight for. But if I know they're on the other side and they've all got machine guns and it's going to be a slaughter, I'll be like, for God and country. And I'll get over the trench and I'll be like, Johnny, no. 100%. I would have no problem doing that. It 
If I'm sitting in the trenches and I hear that whistle, and on the other side is um, a pretty lady that might reject me, fuck you, I'm not going. I'm not going. Tyler, you want you, you want to talk to that girl or do you want the fucking firing squad? Kill me. Kill me right now. Give me a fucking gun. I'll blow my own fucking... I'm not going. That's just the way it is. And I'm happy with that. I like that. It's probably saved me a lot of bullshit. What else is in the news? Let's check the news. How Air Miles tanked its customer loyalty franchise and why members should burn off their points pronto. Damn. I've got air miles. I've got air miles. I've got about 2,400 miles to my name. And you don't think I can save money. Get out of here, you. Look at my miles. I can fly anywhere. In Saskatchewan. I can fly to Saskatoon and back. And yeah, I'll have to pay taxes and surcharges, but look at me. I gotta sell my records. If you're listening to this podcast and you need any records, please hit me up. I want to sell these things. There was a period when I was just getting into the. Um, I always liked grindcore back in the day. Grindcore, power violence, doom. Um, you know, black metal, death metal. I always liked the heavy shit. And when I started going to local shows, um, they would always be selling vinyl there. And I thought, hey, yeah, maybe I'll start collecting records. I can start collecting records, you know. That'll be my thing. I'll be a, a record guy. And I spent hundreds, thousands of dollars. Not hundreds of thousands, just thousands. Maybe hundreds. Um, collecting records. And I've got some pretty good ones. I've got Pissgrave. I've got Sea of Shit. I've got some I Hate God. I've got an I Hate God record, which is pretty cool. Unopened. Never been used. And my... I was living with my parents at this time, and my mom came in my room. She's like, why don't you get rid of that? That's the most useless shit. Waste of money. I was like, whatever, mom. You don't get it. But in hindsight, she was right. I was never a vinyl guy. I'm an Apple Music guy. You know, I just don't get it. I don't understand it. I mean, I do understand it. The sound is better. I will say that. It is thicker. Like, those hipsters that collect vinyl and shit like that. They're not wrong about that. 
I mean, you put you put a vinyl record on, it sounds like the band is in the room. But um, I'm just not that. I'm not cut from that cloth. I'm not a collector guy. I had my records in a crate at my ex girlfriend's place, and her cat was just using it as a scratching post. So I've got about 20 good records that are just brutalized from the outside. Brutalized. Completely rendered completely worthless. Because half the appeal of a vinyl is like the big cover art. It's pretty sick. But I just don't take care of shit. I just don't care about anything enough. Is it? It's the music that's important, man. It's the riff that speaks to me. Not the physical piece of materialism, man. It's the idea. It's the art. (sighs) That being said, I do need some money. So uh, if you're looking to buy some records, hit me up. Because I've got a bunch of these things and they ain't doing shit for anybody. You know, so if you like the band's General Surgery or Hummingbird of Death, hit me up. I got I, I do actually have some pretty good records, but other people, they've got libraries of records, and they keep them immaculate. Yeah, this is a 150-gram. Uh, this is the purple pressing of this. It was a limited pre- I'm like, okay, how much is it? $25? I can't do that. That's too much. Get on skip. It's like go to fucking Daily Burger. Your order is $38. Oh my god, that's pretty good. Confirm. I always think about that too. Like even to go clothes shopping to buy a new shirt. Like what the fuck? $20 for this shirt? No fucking way. It's like Tyler, are you sure? You sure you don't want to buy that? Your shirt's got... Massive armpit stains. Um, that's like extremely dark armpit stains. Half of the shirt is ripped. You've got multiple different colors of stains on it. Uh, it's stretched out. It that's a bad. You need a new shirt. I'm like, I can't afford it. It's twenty dollars. Didn't you hear me? Anyways, where do you want to grab lunch? I don't know. Go to Boston Pizza. Yeah, sure. Sounds good. Yeah, can I get a beer? And I'll get a shot of Jameson. And um, I'll get a... Um, give me the uh, Penna Primavera to go. But for now, I'll get the... Um, do you still make that pizza cheeseburger? Do you remember that? It's like a cheeseburger, but then you put like pepperoni and sauce around it. And then you encase it in like a pizza crust. You don't have that anymore? Okay, that's cool. Um, I'll just get a medium pepperoni, half pepperoni sausage. Um, your sausage, that regular sausage is Italian sausage. Italian sausage is nice. Half pepperoni, Italian sausage, half ham and pineapple. Okay, what's the total on that? Sixty-two ninety. Okay, cool. Nice. Not a problem. Put it on the Capital One, please. The next morning, I wake up full wardrobe list and time to go to Rumors Comedy Club.
Hmm. Oh, God. I think I'm going to go to Safeway. I think I'm going to get... Um, add cabbage rolls and a Safeway deli sandwich yesterday for food. And I think I'm just going to double up. I'm going to get the exact same thing. That really worked yesterday. You know, two cabbage rolls, a lot of just, just a, just a good meal, you know? And then you get the Safeway deli sandwich as a backup that goes in the fridge. You can eat that anytime. (laughs) I feel like I'm on a diet. Eating healthy. I went to Subway a couple of uh, weeks ago, and I was fairly intoxicated, and I went in there, and I got my usual 12-inch crispy chicken sub on Tex-Mex bread, lettuce, tomato, onion, a little bit of banana pepper, some chipotle, a little bit of mayo, salt, and pepper. Good. Yes, I want the combo. I'll get all-dressed chips, and I will get a uh, bottle of Diet Pepsi. Thank you. And then he makes me pay for it. And they, that's Subway at River and Osborne. They've got, they, they, they have the tip function, which annoys me. And the only reason it annoys me, and normally I would have no problem tipping a Subway guy. Because they're actually doing, they're making you your sandwich, and then they get the tip. I, I like that, you know. Because then I can, you know, reward them based on their performance with my sandwich that I watch them do. It's not like McDonald's where it's just some, you know, you they just hand you a bag of food. You don't know where it came from. You don't know what the guy did to it. You don't know how much love he put into it or how, how much hate he put into it. You don't know how much of his own personal issues went into that Papa Burger, you know. You, you just don't know. But with the Subway, you can control the tips. You can reward them. Based on their effort and their and the um, execution of their craft, what pisses me off about it though is that they don't have the uh, they don't have a no tip function. They just ten percent, fifteen or twenty. What do you want to do here, bud? I'm like, I. You should give me a no tip. I. I uh, what if I hate you? That really grinds my gears. So anyways, I get my sub and I come out and I eat the chips. And I'm thinking, you know what? You've had enough carbs today. All that beer. And now you get this sub. Now what? You got to have the You don't need these chips. You're not that hungry. And then it strikes me. Bam. I can do something nice for someone. It's a little chilly out. It's not freezing, but it's a little chilly out. And I look over at the bus shack at River and Osborne, um, which is completely glassless by, uh, glassless, by the way, now. They don't have any glass on it. They um, uh, they just took the glass off. Eventually, they're like, this is not even a structure anymore. The city is like, I can't stress to you homeless people enough 
how badly we want you to leave this area. And they're still chilling. It's pretty cool. So I walk over to these three men. They're huddled around. I'm like, one of these guys is going to want a bag of chips. And I'm going to look like motherfucking Teresa over here. Giving these guys a bag. This is true. I'm doing the Lord's work up in this piece with this bag of all-dressed chips. Which, by the way, I did open and took a few. But I go up to these guys and uh, they don't even notice me. They don't care. They don't ask me for anything. Usually you walk up to a group of homeless people at that time of night. Oh, hey, buddy, you got a smoke, you got change, you got this, which is, you know, homeless kind of homeless. These guys didn't want shit from me. They were working on other things. And I was like, oh, this is weird. They're not noticing me at all. And then I look, one of the guys is cooking up a fat spoonful of heroin. These guys are all about to blast off. Uh, But I was undeterred. (laughs) This is a true story. I was like, do you guys want some chips? And they looked at me, and they were just quiet. And they, this one guy kept cooking up in a spoon. And I'm like, they're all dressed. Pretty good chips. And these guys were looking at me like, who the fuck is this guy? Why is he here? But then, all of a sudden, the guy who's cooking up the heroin, without taking his eyes off the spoon, was like, yeah, I'll take some chips. <laughs> and I was like, all right, there you go. And I gave him the chips. And he didn't even take him. His buddy had to take him because his hands were full with the heroin or fentanyl now. And I went, you're welcome. And I walked home and ate that sub knowing that I was a good person. We got to help these people. You know, we got to help them. One bag of all-dressed chips at a time. All right. Now, ladies and gentlemen, quick update before we leave on my southern Manitoba rural tour that is underway. That is underway. Okay? Um... Last time I told you we were going to uh, Mexican country, which apparently there is in, uh, um, apparently there is, there is uh, a couple of towns, Caliento, Sundown, and what's the other one, Mendocino in Manitoba, and uh, I told you guys last time that I will never go to Piney again, but this time... We are, uh, we're taking it up a notch, all right? We're going to hit up the real Bible Belt here, real, my old town. First, we're going to go to Steinbeck, all right? That's the first stop on the second leg of this tour, Steinbeck. We're not doing comedy there. We are just going to take a flamethrower and burn down as many houses and businesses and buildings and people as we can before their RCMP force finally riddles me with bullets. That's the plan. That's the plan I have for Steinbeck. It's just me and my uh, modified uh, bulldozer that I built. It's got a hole with a 50 cal machine gun in it, and it's got a flamethrower on top. And I am going to take Steinbeck out 
to the fucking woodshed. And I'm going to burn down your shithole town. And finally erase that mistake from this planet. And then we're going to go to Kleefeld. Kleefeld's a nice town. It's the land of milk and honey, is what their sign says. And it's a cute, quaint little town. Um, A lot of good bush out there. A lot of good bush. They've got a lot of trees. It's not just farmland. It's a beautiful little town. Then we're going to hit up Tourand. Tourand. We're going to Tourand. They've got a little gas station. It's not even a town. It's literally one gas station. But they've got some soft serve ice cream machine there. At least they did when I was a child. And we'd be coming back from Steinbeck on our way to, um, from some family gathering that lived in Steinbeck. And my dad would be upset. He would be angry. Sometimes. Most of the time. Sometimes he was happy. And we'd be like, Dad, can we get some soft serve? And he would be like, yes, little boy. Other times, though, coming back from my mom's side of the family, a gathering. Whew. No chance of ice cream. We didn't even ask. We knew by the way Dad was driving. By the way, he was gripping the steering wheel to the point where it was almost breaking that it was not an ice cream afternoon. Uncle Martin had said something to Dad. And um, and because Uncle Martin said that, we, we weren't going to be getting ice cream today. We could tell, by the way, Mom was quiet and looking out the window at nothing. And as soon as she started talking, how Dad had turned up the radio, we knew right then, ah, yeah, no, we're not getting that ice cream. But we're going to Tourand. Then we're going to Randolph, and then we're going to New Bothwell, the land of cheese. I went to school there. I'll talk about that another time, because we're coming up on the end of this podcast. My good Bundy, my good Bundy, Andy Nobly, Andy Noble, just texted me and said, I can't find episodes two and five on SoundCloud. Um, Yeah, those are for Patreon members only. And I might change that. I think I'm going to start doing two episodes a week. One of them is going to go on the... um, One of them is going to go on the... uh, On the Patreon... That might be a drunk episode. And that's where things get a little blue. And then one of them is just going to be for the masses. It's just going to be a running commercial. Uh, brainwashing, really. I'm going to make a lot of jokes about how people who disobey the government. I mean, what is the deal? With these insurgencies. Shout out. That's the podcast every day. Let's do our shout outs. Let's do the shout outs today. Shout out to Mr. Sub. Rest in peace. Mr. Sub was great. They had a... um, They used to have like a Santa Fe um, chicken thing. Um... Which now uh, Subway has. They've got a crispy chicken. But the idea of putting breaded chicken on a sub, what? That took fucking years. I was waiting for a decade for someone to fucking figure out that riddle. Uh, 
bread some chicken and put the breaded chicken on the sub. Stop grilling and cooking everything. Bread the shit and fry it. Throw that on a sub. All right? <laughs> Anyways, so now Subway's doing it, but Mr. Sub was doing this years ago. And they had a great... Man, they had, they had good stuff. They had special bread. It had little trenches in it. Right? So you could fill it up like a boat. They had special cheese. It was extremely, it was like foot-long slices of cheese. So you'd ask, hey, can I get some cheese on that? And they would just put one slice over the whole thing. None of this little slices thing. It was great. Mr. Sub. I don't know if there's any Mr. Subs in Winnipeg. The last one was on Henderson. And now it's a burrito splendido. Because everybody loves burritos. Burritos suck. Fucking giant logs of shit. Fuck out of here with that. Um, shout out to um, shout out to the song uh, "Self Care" by Mac Miller. I like that song. I was walking to Wee Johnny's the other day, and I listened to that song. Makes you feel like, hey. Hey, I'm uh, I'm the shit right now. I'm cool. And I did. It did. It did the trick. I felt very cool. I felt like, hey, yeah, all right. Let's hit the... Have a couple of drinks. We're partying tonight. I feel like a real rock star. I feel like, yeah, man, I'm flying every time zone. I'm drinking champagne every night. Then you pay your tab and you realize that the... Uh, the tax refund that you've been living off of for the last two weeks is dwindling. So you're not quite at Mac Miller's status just yet. And a special shout out to uh, my buddy, uh, Chad Anderson, who um, shared this podcast on his Instagram, shared it on his Facebook and gave me some kind words in the thread. Um, and he's also killing it. He's done two galas for the Winnipeg Comedy Fest in the last little year. He's got his album out. The guy's crushing it. And if you don't think he is, just ask him. Fucking Beanu machine over here. I'm just joking. Cool dude. And like I said, I think in episode one or episode two, he brought me out to some corporate, did me a big favor, good payday. Um, at which I bombed. God damn it that I stink up that place. I ruined that work party. I ruined that work event for them. At least for the 22 minutes that I was on stage. And then Chad came up and brought the whole thing back. Got it all back together. And more importantly, he drove. He drove there. And he drove back. Allowing me... To get my fucking drank on. And that's the most important thing when you think about it. And I've made the decision while taping this podcast that I'm also going to get my drink on tonight. So we'll see how it goes. I will keep you posted next episode. Thanks for tuning in if you are tuning in. And if you're not, uh, that's okay too. It doesn't matter because either way... I will see you in hell.
Cemetery.